today is a great day to have a great day. And if your day has been going badly, it's time to make it great. I'm Sylvia. And I'm Felicia. Thank you for listening to Push the Button Podcast, the podcast where we inspire you to make less excuses and more moves. Starting right where you are. Push the Button is here to encourage and inspire others to follow their dreams and use their acquired knowledge to push the button. Hey, Romy. Romy. What's going on? Hey. How y'all? We should have done a Zoom meeting today. A Zoom record. I wonder how people be doing that. <laughs> no, for real. Because I was like, man, she live far. How can we? But I don't know. But I like coming over here. Get me out the house. I need to get out the house anyway. I know. We always do. And we do enough yes. Zooming. Okay. Girl. All I want to do is a Zoom, 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 and, and a, a Zoom, Zoom. zoom. <laughs> Y'all know that song? We just remixed it. Anyways, how y'all doing out there? I'm over Zoom. I'm over it. But how some of y'all educators out there feeling about all this Zoom? I mean, if you staying at home, I know a lot of districts are doing different things. And, um, man, y'all, I don't even know if I want to say this on here. But I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it because it's just reality. Like, my school district sent us back to work, and teachers was not happy, y'all. And now the um, our districts, I'm not going to put my district out there. Y'all have to do some work if y'all want to find that out. My district has been sued by a union here in Texas that, you know, basically just says it's unlawful for them to force us to go back. Like, we should have the choice. And really, y'all, to be honest, it's like, we don't have students yet. We ain't doing nothing but doing PD online. So we're in our classrooms, but we're looking at our computer to do PD. So anyway, I don't know how I really feel because it's like we still doing Zoom. We're not all meeting together and stuff like that. But So um, it's kind of like, what are the bases for being in the building? Yeah, like what's the point? Kind <clears throat> so of. that's going to be interesting to see how that case you know, comes out. Yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure the district probably had good intentions. So hopefully it ends on a amicable, you know. Amicable. Yeah, hopefully it does. I'll keep y'all updated on, um, you know, how it works out. I'm just like, don't mess with my paycheck. So, okay. look, um, if I got to sit in there with my mask on, it's not my first choice, but hey, I'll do it. Yeah, we do what we gotta do. Yeah. That's the Like field. always. Mm-hmm. That's the field we teach in. That's interesting though. Yeah. And you know, with that, like for example, our district is, is virtual, so we're not in the building. And I will say some of the conversations, um, we've had to remind each other like, okay, that's enough venting. Okay, that's enough complaining because mm. everybody is doesn't have the luxury of choosing whether they go mm. back to their building, whether they go back to their job that's true. and things like that. So we have to keep that in mind. But that's yeah. a good point though, Rumi, because I think even just in life, we have to remember that, that sometimes we know we all vent, but it has to come a point where it's like, okay, stop the venting and then switch back and look at what's the blessing. What's the mm-hmm. blessing in the venting? Because like you just said, y'all are venting and 
Well, not y'all, but some people are venting and they're saying, you know, they're upset or whatever. Because it's not the easiest. Yeah, Zoom is frustrating them. I just posted the, uh, yesterday, I just shared a post. Either yesterday or this morning where someone said, don't get it twisted. Online teaching is a lot more work than going into the classroom. So some of y'all who think teachers just at home chilling, no. Teaching online requires a lot more, especially when you're using Zoom and then maybe another platform. But yes, like... We have to think outside the box, but when we get to that venting, nobody's saying don't vent because we all do it. But it's like find your stopping point and then think about okay, what's the solution? Now you done vented, you done got all that frustration out. How you gonna fix it? And just jumping back to Zoom, it's like it's so many things with Zoom that are coming up now with with um students being virtual because you got some teachers who are saying. Camera on, camera off. You know what? We should make a poll. We should make a poll on our uh, page about the different questions that come about Zoom and have y'all vote on it. But yeah, people mm-hmm. are saying like camera on, camera off. We've had things come up where uh, some parents feel like kids should be able to dress however they want. Should they be in their bedroom or not? Should they be in their bed or what? not? It's so many. Roman, <laughs> I heard something on the radio that was saying someplace in Illinois. I don't know where. Oh, I know where, but Every... I ain't going to say. But yeah, I oh, know okay. where. That's was my on... old district. Really? It was on engine. Really? <laughs> oh, you should have called it. It yes. was on engine radio, and they were like, hey, it's a district in Illinois. They are requiring that the students wear their uniforms during Zoom class. How would y'all feel in H-Town if that was a requirement? Girl, turn the radio off. I said, that got to be true. But here's my like, thing. What? Now, I didn't know about the uniform because all yes. the schools in that district ain't. Maybe that might have been a different this district. Was, but oh, the okay. one in my old district is saying students can't wear pajamas. I agree. It's not your top. But this is what I saw. I saw online, which I get with. It was a parent, I'm sure. But they said, what you going to do? You going to suspend them? You gonna, what you going to do? Send them home? <laughs> you have a no, pajamas. Guess what you I'm got two do. days suspension. Guess what I'm going to do? Send you to the waiting room until yeah. you go get dressed appropriate. Here's my thing about that. Let's just talk about that real quick. This ain't even part of our agenda. That's how we just keep it real with y'all. See, because this ain't even part of our program today. But let me just say this. Speaking from a teacher and as a parent, I'm going to speak as a teacher first and I'm going to speak as a parent. As a teacher, I don't want to see you in your pajamas. Because if you came to yes. school, if it ain't pajama day, you wouldn't be in your pajamas. I don't want to see you in your bed. I don't really want to see you in your bedroom. Because yes. to me, that's violation. Mm-hmm. And if you're in your bedroom, I don't want to know you in your bedroom. Because I get it, some kids have a desk or something. I just feel like that's a private place for... for be, like, if... I just feel like there would be issues with that if I came over to your house and I was tutoring you in your bedroom. Yes, I agree. That's just my personal opinion, okay? Now, as a parent, my daughter better not get on no Zoom in her PJs. Mm-hmm. Because you don't know what... It's in the mind it's in the mind. Thank yeah. you. You don't know what other people think. And depending on what you wear for pajamas. Now, me, I rock a t-shirt to bed sometimes. So, okay, if you jump up... Your bottoms, I don't care because we can't see your bottoms. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you jump up and you got your t-shirt on and it's appropriate. Okay, I'm cool. But when we say pajamas, I'm talking about, you know, if you wear a tank top or spaghetti strap shirt to bed or something that is revealing, that's inappropriate to me. I need your silk leopard. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Or your robe or boys coming to the Zoom with with no no shirt. shirt on. 
Sit your little self Sit down. Your bird check. Yeah. Go. That's in That's inappropriate. You need to come dressed appropriately. I don't know about the whole uniform thing. That's crazy because that's a reach. That's a, yeah, that's a little bit much. But I do feel like they should have to be dressed appropriately. I'm not necessarily, like I said, wear what you want on the bottom. But, but be careful because if you get up to go to the bathroom, don't get caught like some of these people Remember that the got teacher? caught on Zoom. Yeah, and scream. <laughs> so I'm yeah. just saying, be careful and make sure you turn that video off or, you know, if you know you're not dressed appropriately on the bottom and just think because I know like when I did summer school, my kids, we stood up and did exercises and stuff like brain break. So you have oh, to keep. such a good teacher. Such a good teacher <laughs> you have to keep. Thanks, Rumi. You have to keep all that in mind. Like, just be careful, cause I did have a little girl of mine who would have like a sports bra on, but she kept her blanket. But that's still, you just gotta set that standard. I just think yeah. that's inappropriate because it's gonna be other kids on the Zoom, teacher on the Zoom. We just all need, cause I can't come in my PJs. Just think about okay. it like that. How would you feel if I showed up to the Zoom in my PJs in my halftime? Yep. In my uh. You know, Victoria's Secret you, Hub. Okay. Yes. You exactly. want me to come looking professionally or professional, the student should come looking appropriate for and, class. And you know what? It's actually, because I know there's a lot of rules in public school that we could do away with. It's just a little yes. too strict. But as far as how you present yourself on your Zoom class, let's be honest. It helps them get ready for a professional world. Yes. We just have to you be honest. It's not, that's it's the not truth. summer play or things like that. It helps them get ready. You're right. No, life. no. I totally agree. So it could agree. benefit so, them. Definitely. Just keep that in mind, y'all. I get it. And I know y'all feel like, oh, but they're at home. I get that. They are at home, but what kind of example and what are you? What do you want to teach your child in the end, in the long run, at the end of the day? Because at the end of the day, you can go back and forth with your school. You can go back and forth with your district, whatever, whatever. At the end of the day, what is it that you want your child to come out learning? What type of person do you want your child to come out being? Because that's really that's what it's going to go down That's bottom line, roommate, because even if the parent doesn't mind like they don't want to fight their kid about that they have to think about this too as a parent you can't get on the zoom for your job in your pjs unless you got a special unless you're doing all, what's it called uh only fans okay. like unless you got an only fans club exactly you can't do that and in teaching and in school is not your students only fans program you know and then as soon as somebody say something or something happened then you're gonna want to come back and and Get on the school. If they come dressed appropriately, you ain't got to worry about all that. That's, that's period. You ain't got to worry about they rolled back to Denny falling off. You ain't got to worry about a, a young boy saying something inappropriate. or <laughs> You ain't got to worry about none of that because they're going to come dressed appropriate. But, I, you know, do what y'all want in y'all household. In my household, my daughter getting up just like if she was going to school. Mine too. And you're getting dressed. Because mm -hmm. for one, two, which we're going to be jumping on this a little bit later, Get your mental health right. That that goes along with your mental. You ain't getting up every day. You need to start getting up, getting dressed like you have life, like you have purpose, like you got something to do, something to live for, somewhere to go, something to be. Like, get up and win. When you just sitting around, we already know we kind of stuck in the house. You know, I hate... I, you just, couple episodes I said I was going to stop saying that. But we already know we are at limited home. to yeah. being at home for uh, for the most part. 
Come on, y'all. Like, but you're not limiting your mindset. Thank like, you. You know what I'm saying? Because that's a good Get point. You preach it. You preach it, Romy. Like, because, like, the school buildings are closed. And I love that one of my AP says this. Uh, she always always comes with um, some, some flowering little words. Anyway, <laughs> uh, one thing that she says is um, the school building is closed, but the learning is not. Mm, and if we just like change that. our mindsets. You know, because you got you to gotta point like you gotta change ready. it. If you come in the Zoom in your PJs, you telling your mind you're trying to go to sleep. It ain't time to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. We time, It's time to learn and get active and participate and, you know, whatever. It's like we got to start looking at set our kids up for the, their future. Mm-hmm. Their future. And it's going to take, like we talked about before, even with um, our interview last week with Bacardi. It takes a village, y'all, and like the teachers, and I posted about this too, the teachers and the parents got to come together as a team. And, and stop butting heads. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the kids are falling through the crack. The kids just want to get away with whatever they want to get away with. They don't mean no harm. And at the end of the day, kids like structure. I said that last yep. week in mm-hmm. our last episode. Y'all can say what y'all want, but if you set the standard and you tell your child this is what it's going to be, they're, that's what it's going to be and that's just the end of it. It don't matter. Mm-hmm. Like I said, have them find some nice, comfortable bottoms, a decent little t-shirt, you know, um, and you know, something real quick, just a quick little tip and then we're going to get back on our regular schedule <laughs> thing here. But there's some good stuff for y'all. Go ahead and have your kid go ahead and set out their five shirts for the week. Yeah. Plan, y'all. Planning is important and essential. If you plan for it, you ain't got to be trying to get ready for it because you mm-hmm. already you already got it. So go ahead on Sunday and tell your baby, okay, pick out your five shirts. You go ahead and iron it for them or have them iron it. Hang it up in the closet. I don't know if y'all got one of them fancy things that say Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I know I used to have that for uh, my daughter and my son at one point. But go ahead and have their five shirts ready. They can wear the same bottoms all week. They can be in their comfortable PJ bottoms because nobody's going to see that per se. Or go out and find them some nice lightweight sweatpants that they can wear every day, you know. But have them pick their five shirts out for the week. They're ironed. They're in the closet. They're ready to go. Like we said before, have them have a routine. And that's elementary, middle school, and high yes, school. Yes, I don't care the age. Lunch. Because even in middle school and high school, some of the other students, and, and remind your kids, talk to them about the truth. Some Kids are cruel. And you can come on Zoom looking crunchy if you want to. Other kids are filming <laughs> and taking pictures. And next thing you know, your kids are on their on their uh, Snapchat. Next thing you know, your kids are on their spam page. Yeah. And now your kid feeling some kind of way. And as a parent, we don't know what be going on. Go back you to that mental. But you have to help them out because they're not forcing. I'm just going to go in here and chill. You won't look like that going to school. And you don't know what kind of evil spirits these kids have that may be recording your Zoom call. That may, you know what I'm saying, your picture. And, and really, like it's just about for you. I want to get up and feel good in the morning. If That's I get about, up and yeah. I don't, the days when I was getting up and I didn't like get dressed or, you know, I really wasn't as productive mm-hmm. because I didn't wake up with that mindset of That's... today I'm getting up, I'm getting dressed because I have something to do. I have purpose. I have plans. I got a, a reason to be getting up and getting dressed. So I really didn't accomplish much. I'm laying around. Saying, oh, I don't, I got so much to do, but I ain't even, I don't even feel like it. Why? Mm-hmm. Because I didn't, I didn't set my routine in place. I didn't get up and have my mind in the right spot 
that I got something to do. I have a purpose. I have a plan. I got to get up, get dressed, and get to it. So that's all I'm, that's all we're saying. Just come correct when y'all come to the Zoom. If you listening and you're going to be in my class, you will be in that waiting room. So you can play with me if you want to. (laughs) Oh, that's another thing. You mentioned a waiting room. I think parents and teachers are the same. Like, between Google and YouTube, it's some things that we don't have to find our on our own. Because you can't expect your teacher, your your child's teachers to be Zoom experts. Like, okay. they're new to this thing. So, they're learning some things. And as a parent or, or someone who just knows a parent, maybe, maybe you're not a parent. If you find out some tools about Zoom, share it with, share it with your kids' teachers. It's mm-hmm. okay to be like... Oh, I see this going on. Did you know you could do this and you could do that or whatever? Mm. And um, as teachers, share the information that we have. Like, Rumi will share some stuff about me, about what I could do with Zoom, like with the breakout rooms and stuff. I'm like, I did not know I could do that. Like, I can't (laughs) wait to practice. I can't wait to practice so that I will be more um, of an expert in Zoom. That way my kids will have, my students will have a better experience. Right, because yeah. I do want their experience to be good, but their experience is going to be based off how the parent and I kind of tag team. The parent's going to have to keep home safe, first and foremost, home safe and comfortable. And then I can come with the knowledge of knowing how to use the tools that we have to get them the information in the best way, in a clear, communicative yeah. way. That's the word, look it up. It's called We Push the Button Dictionary. <laughs> Communicative <laughs> way. Okay? Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, that's so, right. having that, so having that safe place for your child and I, I like, is important. Yeah, I like that you brought up safe place because we wanted to share this video um, with y'all, which had a lot to do with uh, safe and right. being safe. Yeah, so... You talking about the Florida video? Yeah. Okay, okay. So yeah, y'all, we're gonna share a video with y'all. It's um it's a little disturbing. Okay, not the video itself, but the situation is disturbing. Yeah. But it's the reality of what's going on, and we're gonna talk about it a little bit um after the, the clip plays. So it's a it's about a Florida child's mother being shot and killed. The woman was shot and killed online during a Zoom class as the teacher watches, okay? And if the teacher watching, then you know that means the students watch y'all. So just listen to this clip real quick and we're gonna come back. 27-year-old Ronald Williams taken into custody less than an hour after investigators say he shot and killed his ex-girlfriend, 32-year-old Maribel Rosado Morales. While four of her children and two of their cousins, all between 10 and 17 years old, were inside the home. He went in and confronted her with something to do with a video. Then later we learned there was a conversation about Facebook. Sheriff William Snyder says a 10-year-old was logged on to their remote learning for Warfield Elementary School. The teacher said that she heard a commotion, heard profanity, realized there was some kind of domestic altercation, still can see the child that's online. The teacher said she mutes her button, nobody has to hear it, and then she sees the 10-year-old put her hands up to her ears. A bullet even hit the girl's computer, causing the screen to go black. Sheriff Snyder said Williams took off and tried to get on the county's public bus, but the bus driver ran off the bus and called 911, sensing something wasn't right. As uh, fortune would have it, we actually had several members of our SWAT team were out in western Martin County in the Indian Town area for training. And they went right to the bus 
and uh, took the suspect into custody. They also recovered the gun on the bus stolen from a car in Sewell's Point in 2015. My heart goes out to this family and these children, and that is the biggest concern for me is the protection of those children. The Martin County School District says grief teams are deployed to assist students and the teachers impacted by this. Snyder says the Department of Children and Families is also working with the children in the home. So, first of all, we just want to say our hearts um, and our prayers go out to the family, the victim, the teacher, the students that, you know, were, uh, who witnessed this and, you know, had to now have to deal with this. You know, now they have to uh, continue going on through life thinking about, you know, like so many of us are. Uh, as we just were talking about Zoom, so many of us are like, it's safer to go virtual, which, you know, I agree to some extent, but then now it's kind of like, we can go back and say, well, is it really? Mm -hmm. Because some people, like when I first heard this story, the first thing that popped in my head was, wow, if we didn't have COVID and if we were able to be at school, that child wouldn't have even had been home. Not saying that it would have hurt any less, but it wouldn't have been something that that child would have to, to picture for the rest of their life. You know, looking at their mother. And we don't really know the full depth of the, you know, we don't know that. Obviously, the student wasn't sitting right there in the room or anything. Well, didn't really say um, if they actually saw it. But we know that she went in the room and saw her, you know, mother. Uh, shot and bleeding, and, and it mentioned something about the 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 child's uh, computer. Yeah, about how it hit it. Yeah, so I don't so know how like, close. Had to be pretty close because I think the bullet that hit it was like the ricochet. Like, so mm -hmm. I don't know. But the first thing that came to my mind was, wow, if we were not in this situation with COVID, that child would have been at school in a more safer environment per se. You know. And so, Rumi, and with that, we can admit that for a lot of reasons, schools have been a safe haven mm -hmm. for many, many kids and many, 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 many teachers. teachers. Yes. It has been a safe haven. And we no longer have that luxury, mm -hmm. you know, as people think like, well, oh, virtual teaching is easy and da, 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 da. Some kids have really gone through a whole different mindset change because they're not at school with their friends where it's comfortable and they can shine and things like that and something else too some kids don't feel comfortable with their home environment to be on a zoom because you don't, right yes. because you don't know what their home looks like you don't know who's in their home and what they're dealing with he even said in this video how the student uh the I don't know if it was saying the student muted it or the teacher muted it, but either way, it just really breaks my heart to think about not only the child and the children that were in that home, but the children who were on the Zoom and the teacher. Because it's like your teachers are born helpers. We're helpers. We like to help, especially, you know, elementary teachers all teachers but definitely you know elementary everybody say elementary yes, with a little bit do. more you know Woo, uh, gushy gushy <laughs> but I'm just thinking about that teacher sitting there helpless person like what you would normally do if you had been in the classroom or something of that aspect and you got the news that this happened 
you know, the next day you would be there, you would be hugging on this baby, you would be, you know, doing whatever you could to make sure that they were okay as as they could be, you know, as, as okay as they could be. Yeah. Now you're sitting here on this Zoom and you can do absolutely nothing. nothing. There's you know, nothing you can, you can kid, do. Because the kid probably is not coming back right. to school anytime soon. And then yeah. on top of that, what about the teacher? Like, what support? What I know it mentioned, like, there's going to be support for... It says something it real says quick something about, about students and teachers. But... What kind of support? What kind of support are you going to their home to offer support? And what what kind of leave is the teacher getting I before she has to leave. come back? I hope, because you know what I feel, we're not good with leave. We got to fight for leave. Yeah. It's like, how am I going to fight for leave? And I'm sitting here laying on my on my deathbed. Wait a minute. Hold up. Hold up. You okay. know what I mean? Like, we really have to fight hard for leave. So, what? That's true. But that those are some things that just kind of really, we really wanted to hit on was just that. Make your space, we talked about this last time, for your child safe and comfortable to where, you know, um, they feel comfortable enough to be on a Zoom. And, you know, I was going back and forth about my child, my own child, having their camera on. And I just thought about it. What if this child wouldn't have had their camera on? I and don't know. wouldn't have had their Zoom, like, wouldn't have had their camera on or and and or would have been on mute. Well, for me, personally, I want, have wanted the child to experience that by themselves. But at the same time, being just on the camera, I'm helpless anyway. True. But I must say, if I didn't have to see it, because if the teacher witnessed um, a conversation between the two adults, the teacher witnessed the, the child She's a putting witness. The, the head, right, putting her yeah. hands on her ears and the child being pretty much stressed and in this shock. the teacher witness all that if the camera wasn't on then as a teacher i wouldn't have had to witness that type of trauma mm. i could just really be seeing things from the outside trying to gotcha. help my students okay, experience I thought about it like that right trying to help my students experience but now you have a teacher who's who's not only probably because that's how we are we want to help the students experience but this teacher and the classmates now have experienced Gotcha. This is a part of their yeah, life, yeah. like you said. This is a part of their life. Something that they're gonna have to forever. Yes, they're gonna have to work their, through. Yeah, process this is a part through. of their trauma. That is true. So I wouldn't have wanted to see it. I got you. Yeah. You know, I didn't like, think about man. it like that, but you're right. Yeah, because that's di- it's different. It's just how when um for for some of y'all that may not you know be understanding what Rumi's saying, which I think she made it clear, but. It's sort of like when somebody tells you somebody died, your heart breaks and you feel, you know, a certain kind of way. But when you actually were there and you saw the person die, you have a different, your emotions and your mental state are going to be a lot different than somebody who just gets the call like, oh, so-and-so has passed on versus somebody who was there and actually witnessed and saw that person um, transition or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. So I totally, I never thought about it like that, but you're right. You have a different mindset and perspective when you actually see it. And I think it's even more difficult, like I said, you saw it and there was nothing that she could do. Nothing they could do. Like, you just kind of like... And, and I wonder all... what the teacher... They didn't even really talk much about what the teacher, you know, of course, probably privacy and stuff like that. Because but, they could put somebody in the 
state of depression alone mm-hmm. or a state of hopelessness. Yeah. Because that's what's coming depression. Especially about how we're going through all this. Do I send my kid virtually? Do I leave my kid or do I send my kid to school or do I let them stay home and do school virtually? It's kind of like, man, it's, you know, and I respect any decision that any parent makes because I feel like you do what you feel is best for your family and your child, you know, make sure your child understands how to keep themselves safe. Um, at school when they in the building. And yeah, if, mm-hmm. if you choose to go to face-to-face, um, I think that's okay. If that's what you choose, I think, but it's important to make sure you tell your child you know how to be safe. And the same thing if you're doing virtual. I, I think that families, if you choose to do virtual, have to learn to respect the space is the big thing, you know. And I think it, it's just a sad situation. Like, I don't even want to imagine ever having to deal with something like that because at the end of the day, it's like, you can't there's nothing you can do i mean as they're a, virtual as a, as a as a teacher i know it was a uh, communication between me and a couple of my my work friends and we were talking about we were cracking jokes you know how we talk crazy mm-hmm. and we're like what am i doing tell the mama excuse me put your mom ask your mom to come uh, that's your dad ask your dad to come into the okay hey sir can you not talk that loud because we have to, <laughs> what you know what i'm saying so now they looking for me trying to kick my butt like what like, but that's, that's a good question. A though. How line. do you combat? How do you combat that? Because that is like I had that happen in summer school. They weren't using profanity or anything. They was just having a conversation. They was just talking. But I think as teachers, not in this situation. We we ain't talking about the video anymore or whatever. Um, y'all can chime in on our page, Facebook page, Instagram page. Y'all can email us just your thoughts about, you know, um. Maybe get some suggestions on what you think parents could do. Of course, I'm sure that this mom didn't think that this was going to happen, obviously. Like, it's not like she knew that, um, you know, this guy, her boyfriend was going to come and react this way to whatever was going on in their relationship. Um, But I think that we do have to have that conversation about making sure that we're respecting the learning environment, whether it's at home or in the classroom. And I think... Um, we have to be prepared for the unexpected when we're doing Zoom virtually. Like, we have to be prepared for the unexpected. But going back to what you were saying, because I didn't want people to think we were trying to say something about... No, that you know, was an unfortunate situation. Yeah, that, that was just... That can happen to anybody at anywhere. any time. Any, yeah. And so that is unfortunate. But yeah, y'all chime in and let us know. But back to what you were saying, Rumi, about you know, telling the parent that I feel like we should be able to. Not necessarily in front of everybody, but I think that that is a conversation where you put that child on mute after school or, again, we know teachers work after hours all the time, but I feel like if you want to have more control of your virtual classroom, that is something that you would have to do. Mm -hmm. You would have to contact that parent and say, hey, you know, hi, whatever, so-and-so, little Johnny's doing great. But I noticed that a lot of times when I have him off of mute, there's a lot of extra noise in the background or there's a lot of extra distractions in the background or whatever the case may be. You figure out how to say it the best way. But I, and I think that parents, just like you were saying before, coming together, parents have to not take stuff personally or internalize things. Because 
you're going to forget that your child is on Zoom. It's mm-hmm. natural. It's going to happen because being on Zoom for school is not natural for us at right. this point. So it's like, don't take it personal. Just say, oh, you know what, uh, Miss Hudson, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I didn't mean to. Or Miss Day, I'm sorry. I will, you know, be more conscious of that. Don't get so, a lot of times, just as people in general, we get so defensive and we think somebody's trying to come at you. No, it ain't that I'm trying to come at you, but I am trying to teach a class. Mm-hmm. And your child ain't the only one in the class. Mm-hmm. So we don't want to hear you in the background playing what? Yes. Okay. Oh, Lord. <laughs> other people's children. Oh, other people's children are in the class. Oh. They parent might not want them to hear what. And then they asking me, well, Miss Day, what's what? And then I got to be looking all crazy because I'm like, well, um, it means. It means. And I'm trying to think of a quick acronym. Because you want to play because you done forgot that your child. But then, but again, that won't happen as much if you set up a learning environment. Pick a space that is the learning zone in your home. If you got four kids, you need four learning zones. One over here, one over there, one over. Go get y'all one of those um three trifold things and put that up around in the air. Do what you got to do to make it work is what I'm saying at the to end of the day. To make it work for your children. Children, yes. See, and you, for your child's teacher. Exactly. And you're not saying. <laughs> make it easy on the teacher. And you're not saying anything other than love your kids. Yes. This is what love looks like. And kids know the difference. This is what love looks like. And it's like, don't get mad if I have to come at you. As long as I'm coming respectful. You know, I ain't even talking about coming, talking all crazy, which most teachers don't do anyway. Don't get mad if I got to come to you and say, look, can you please, you know, there keep is- it down when I'm t- when we're having class because it's a distraction. Not only is it a distraction, your child's distracted everybody else. Just tell me, okay, and keep it moving. Rumi, there is no other way to do it. Because if I tell a student, um, Johnny, your background too loud, and the student and I know, and I both know that that's their daddy in the background talking to his buddy on the phone, <laughs> or even having work, whatever it be. If Johnny go tell his daddy, hey, dad, you too loud. Johnny might get slapped in the mouth. Johnny might miss a couple classes because he got a black eye. Now, ain't nobody saying, you know, promoting that. But let's be for real. There some are parents, some families that are like Exactly. Some yeah. parents don't want to hear their, their child talking about, well, my teacher said, can you stop? Can my teacher say, can Hold up. You know, and a parent, and, and I can get that too because even, even in my home, I had to set up a space because I'm not about to be quiet in my home because you on math class. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, if I'm on break and I'm finna go in the kitchen and eat me a snack for the 12th time <laughs> in one hour, let me tell you something. That's what I'm going to do, and I'm going to be slanging dishes <laughs> and, and running my smoothie <laughs> as much as I want to. You know what I'm saying? But I get it. Have a space, though, so then right. you don't have to worry about that. Or I would appreciate the teacher calling me or emailing me and saying, hey, Miss Hudson, this was going on. Tonight's so great. She da 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 da. Um, this happens during class, and she seems to get a little embarrassed. I don't, you know, da, da, da. but can you help? Da, da. I will respect that. But exactly. her telling me to be quiet, I might assume she just been a kid, probably some cutie in there, and she don't <laughs> want me to be embarrassed. Her, you get know what I'm saying? I will take it better coming from, from the adult. teacher. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Teamwork. So. Y'all, don't be going off on your kids when they telling you that or, or don't be going off on the teachers. Excuse me. I meant to say the teacher. 
Don't be trying to check the teacher and cussing the teacher out and doing a. You know your child on Zoom. You know everybody can hear you. And here's another tip. I'm giving out lots of tips today. Because your child is wearing headphones, that does not mean we can't hear you. That just means that the you can't hear me. You can't hear what I'm yep. saying. I can still hear you, boo boo. So <laughs> when you in the clear. background again playing WAP and you dropping it low, we can see <laughs> we can still hear mm-hmm. you on even if your child has on headphones. The headphones only take away what I'm saying. You can't hear me, but I can still hear you. So, you know. Just work on that. If you're going to keep your child at home virtually, you have to also be willing to make the sacrifice. You have to be willing. Everybody yes. got to make sacrifices in this moment. Ding. That's the word. Yes, sacrifice. you have to be willing to make the sacrifice to make a space, a learning space where your child can feel safe and comfortable and where you're not going to be a distraction to the learning environment because we're not doing one-on-one tutoring, okay? Mm-hmm. We got a classroom full of kids. I don't want to have to keep your child on mute all the time. Mm-hmm. They can't participate because they every time I camera. take them on yes. mute, all I hear is you. They're embarrassed. Or the camera, they cut their camera off all the time because they're embarrassed. If you wouldn't walk up, well, let's just say you would. Just because you were walking to the school with some flip-flops and your pajamas on. Please the only person that on see that is the principal. And when we call your kid to the office, they exactly. see they friends in the classroom. But when you go and you you got your cigarette in your mouth and you walking past the, the Zoom call, hair not comb, or you, you know what I'm saying, got your booty shorts on, whatever it may be, your kid's reputation is on the line. And although Sacrifice. we think they, right, and although we, you know, we like, oh, y'all kids, it don't matter. Kids do matter. Their lives matter, their reputations matter, their friendships matter, their mental health matters. It's exactly. their school experience. Yes. It matters. So, we just need to focus we on. We need to focus and keep that in mind, y'all. Taking care of these babies. Like, you yeah. said something that is a good takeaway. Sacrifice. Sacrifice. We have to, you're going to have to make that sacrifice if you're allowing your child to stay home. You, it, it's just a must. It's just a must. Like you just said, for their school experience to be the best that it could be go ahead and make that sacrifice it's it's not gonna kill you it's, it's gonna, gonna make gonna you, you and society better just like um that one quote Rumi from frederick Douglass. Mm. um because we're trying just like from just to piggyback off our last episode when we interviewed um we're trying to produce productive citizens Exactly. We're trying to make sure that the next generation, citizens. responsible citizens, we're trying to make sure the next generations are better than we are. Okay? You might have your stuff together, but unless we nurture them and sacrifice for them, they're not going to turn out to be as productive as they could be. It's going to be the opposite effect. Anyway, the, the quote, which I know is a famous quote by Frederick, du- Frederick Douglass, and it says, It is easier to build strong children than to repair broken men Mm. now my thought about that is i i get what he's saying but Mm -hmm. at the same time coming back it's like but then you have weak boys who are growing up to be weak weaker men how can you really raise a strong man Mm. we're just gonna let that sit there with y'all so it's like how not saying you can't how? How? Rumi said, "How?" Yeah. So it, it's just we just need to think about those things, yeah. you know, like 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 Rumi was just saying. 
do these things we said about your child's c classroom and they will love you for it and thank you for it um, in the times to come and their mental health is going to be way better than them having to constantly be thinking about oh my oh my gosh I can't believe everybody saw my mom booty cheek mm -hmm. or oh my gosh I can't believe everybody knows that you know we eat uh the cheap cereal mm -hmm. I buy cheap cereal I ain't saying nothing about cheap cereal I buy cheap cereal all the time but for kids mm -hmm. come on now y'all know we used to how we used to be in school certain things yep. and I said that to say set up a learning environment that is going to keep them pure, safe, because everybody don't want their family knowing that. You don't know what your child at school portraying. Because come on now, we all went to school acting, sometimes right. what, acting what different. What you call it? False, false flag and heck okay. yeah. So I'm just saying. As the parents, we know we did. Exactly. So don't take it away from them. Get them their time exactly. to do their thing. Exactly. So I'm yeah. saying make sure that, you know, they don't want their friends and stuff to see all that. Yeah. And their friends don't need to see all that. Yeah. Or their classmates or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, just keep that in mind because mental health is, is serious. Um, a lot of times we like to cover it up and act like it's not a, you know, it's not an issue, but, or we like to think that kids don't deal with things. They do, you know, and, um, they're dealing with a lot. You know, a lot of kids are sad and even those that are going back to school face to face, they're still sad because they're having, you know, they're being told it's not going to be school like you know school, which is not. You're not going to be able to run up and hug your friend. You're not going to be able to be mm -hmm. sitting all, you're going to have a plastic thing in front of your face or you got to wear a mask all day, you know, except that for at lunch and, and recess or whatever, or when you're eating or whatever. So it's going to be different. It's not going to look the same. And so we check in with your babies, y'all. Check in and ask them, how are you feeling during this time? What things are you worried about? What things are bothering you? Go ahead, Rumi. And if you're having a hard time checking in with your kid because you're having a hard time. Go check like, in with somebody. That's right. You need to check in with a friend or you need to check in into a mental health group. Mm -hmm. You need to stop watching all these TikToks that's got you laughing, but it ain't healing you. That type of laughter is not healing you. So okay. if, if you if if you are on social media and it's actually helping you bring the light, the joy, and the fun into your home, then cool. Do that. Continue to do that. That's that's called free mental health right there. But if it's not working for you, then you may have to spend one, two, three, four hundred dollars a month and get you a little bit of help. So that you can have the energy to give your kids. Nobody's saying be superwoman or be superman. You may be without your job. You may have to have you may have had to move in with family members uh, recently. Mm -hmm. And you know how family members can talk behind your back, especially when you're down or whatever. This is a perfect opportunity to share with your kids how in spite of you're gonna give God praise. In spite of you're gonna take each day and find moment to manifest peace. And productivity. It's like because if nothing else, my kid is here, my kid is happy, so we're gonna love on each other if nothing else. And um, real quick, I want to jump in and say find things online. I just took a really good three day challenge from Cassandra Austin McDonald. If y'all don't know, go look her up. Um, I know she just did another interview on another podcast too, but um. I just did a wonderful three-day challenge, a mindset challenge, which was all about self. And one of the things that she says that she told us in that challenge is give yourself permission to take care of you. 
It's like another little quick thing she said in our three-day challenge was it's like when you're on an airplane and they say the gas mask comes down. Who do you put the gas mask on first? Not your neighbor. You put it on you. Yep. Give yourself permission to do something for you. It's okay. It's not selfish because at the end of the day, if you're not okay, the people who you're around, the people you come in contact with, whether it be your kids, whether it be your husband, whether it be your uh, girlfriend, whether it be your wife, whether it be whoever. Your parent. They're not going to be okay because you're not going to be okay. And if you're feeling toxic, guess what? You're going to drop some of that toxicity off to every person because that's what we do. And sometimes we do it unconsciously. So all I want to say is when we're thinking about mental health, take time to focus on you. And the one thing that sticks with me is give yourself permission. So, you know, that was an awesome three-day challenge. Um, It was wonderful. Uh, Cassandra Austin McDonald, and she has a group on Facebook called The Transformation Experience. I want to just uh, encourage y'all to push the button on self-care. Push the button on taking care of you. And when you have taken care of you or while you are taking care of you and working on you, because it's not a one-day thing or a two-day thing. It has to become a lifestyle. Every day. Yes. Renew your mind every day. Yes. It has to become a lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Focus on you first so then you can be productive and you can do all the things that you need to do for other people um, because you stopped and took care of you first. Like, we really need to do that. So... I just want to leave y'all with that. Push the button on you. And as always, push yourself because no one else is going to do it for you. Connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And even tag us in your push the button moments. All at We Push the Button. Email us your comments and questions about how to get started with pushing your button, ways you push the button, and anything you want us to talk about on future episodes at wepushthebutton at gmail.com. Again, that's wepushthebutton at gmail.com.